Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey. So we've heard the gripes. Hell, we've griped a little bit here. Me a little less than others. But I've griped a little bit as well. Thought the Yankees were going to do more. All right? Really did. And they're going to. Here's what's going to happen with the New York Yankees. They're going to get Blake Snell. Mm. Ryan Cashman told you yesterday that that they're not done. Yep. Pencils aren't down. We're looking for pitching. And the Yankees know this because we all know this. And as much as we criticize some of the moves and or or lack of moves the Yankees both have made over the last 8, 9, 10, 12 years, they're not idiots at all. And they know they've got a little two-year-ish window, maybe three, where Judge is still in his prime, Garrett Cole is still in his prime, and specifically this year, a one-year window with Soto, Blake Snell will be a Yankee. Yeah, see, I'm not buying it. I, Cashman could talk about the pencils not being down, and I respect that, and I agree with the pencils should not be down, in fact. The Yankees need to do more. They said all in, and yet their moves have not been in, in co- you know in cohesion with being all in, right? They, Soto, yes, obviously I understand that, but the rest of the moves, you want to really cement it. They went after Yamamoto, didn't get him. Go get Blake Snell. Like, stop messing around here. They pivoted. They went and got Marcus Stroman. Go get Blake Snell. And then maybe Dash Stroman's hopes of starting opening day at the stadium. If you get Blake Snell, all of a yeah. sudden everything gets changed there. But go go do it. See, I'm tired of the Yankees talking. And they've kind of, to, to their credit, BT, Boone, Cashman, Cole, whatever. They've kind of addressed the fact that, like, we can say whatever we think we are. But we actually have to go out there yeah. and do it. Yeah. And that's where I'm at with this Yankee team. Like, yeah, that's great you got Soto. You got Judge. You think... That everybody's going to be better this year. LeMayhew looks great. Stanton looks great. Rodon's hitting 97. He was hitting 92 last year. Right, so everything is great. I've heard this before. Everything is great. Pencils aren't down yet. We're going to get more guys. Good. 
Go do it. I actually want to see it. I want to see you get to the World Series for the first time since 2009. I want to see you go get Blake Snell or go get another big picture. I want to see you guys stay healthy and actually produce. I want to see it. Enough talking. The Yankees need to do it. The Yankees, um, Sal, they're they're actually handling this well. The longer this goes on for Blake Snell, and not to mention the other guys, whether it's Bellinger, Jordan Montgomery, but really Snell, because he's the guy that you know is going to ask for the most money. He's he's had some erratic years. He's had some phenomenal years. There's questions, you know, when his stuff is a little, and they, I've questioned this when his stuff drops off slightly, and there's a bit of a diminishment in his in his repertoire. You know, because he does walk a lot of guys. He gets out of a lot of jams, but he's got elite stuff now, so he's able to do it. What happens when there's a, you know, six, seven, eight, nine percent drop off in stuff? Well, the walks now, they probably score, gives up a couple of more knocks, and he's not the same guy. That's true. So, what I would do, and I believe that the Yankees are plotting this here. I truly do. As the days go by, they are, they are getting a, and other teams too, to be fair, but the Yankees specifically are getting a better price tag on, on Blake Snell. Every day he's not signed, every day he loses leverage. I don't care if Scott Boris represents him, which he does. Scott Boris is losing leverage. It is Before you know it, it's going to be March. And before you know it, Blake Snell's going to get antsy. And I got news for you. You know, at the end of the day, I know that, oh, the, the agent, the all-powerful agent. Dude, you work for me. So when I tell you to get me to a team and get me a contract, get me a contract. And I think that Blake Snell is going to grow tired of sitting around, Doing nothing. Same for the other guys. And the Yankees are going to swoop in and not only get a stud pitcher, get him at sick value. You know what I think is happening here? You're no. buying Cashman's BS. No, no, the, not. The Yankees, no, not. They, they talk a good game, and yet they don't do it. They don't back it up. I, I respect Boone because he kind of caught himself as he was you know, praising everybody to start you know, the season, which I understand. You're not going to go out there and rip people. But you can be realistic to a certain extent. But everything is great in Yankee land. Like, everybody's in great shape. Everybody's topping out at 97, 100 miles an hour, whatever it may be. Everybody looks like they're going to have an MVP year. Everybody's going to have a bounce back year. And then Boone said the keywords. Now we know we actually have to go out there and do it. Like, we think we could be an elite offense. We got to go out there and do it. Yeah, that's what I want to see. And Cashman, same thing. I'm judging him on the actions, not the words. And the actions have been less than, whether it is not signing Blake Snell or bringing back Jordan Montgomery, whether it is not giving up a prospect to land Corbin Burns, sitting back and watching the Orioles make that move instead. I'm judging the Yankees and Brian Cashman on their actions. And their words have been louder, speaking louder, than their actions. That's what I want to see them follow through. Now, I understand it's mid-February here, Mm -hmm. and they're not going to be able to follow through on those actions until we get going on in the season, but the the talk means nothing to me. Cashman's saying, oh, we're we're not pencils down yet. We can still do whatever we want. Yeah, well, go do it! (laughs) How about you go do it? I've been waiting. I've been waiting since December. Are you going to do it or not? Pencils aren't down yet. Well, guess what? I mean, bats are going to be up pretty soon because opening day is right around the corner. Let me ask you a question, though. Outside of the Dodgers and the Orioles getting burns, who else has done anything? Honestly. I mean, other teams have Red made Sox other moves. haven't gotten better. Right, but... Toronto, oh, Justin Turner's going to flip the balance no. of power in the American League because no, but... he signed a one-year $13.5 million deal. Toronto's done nothing. But other Tampa's teams... losing players. Their best players, he's gonna he's never going to play again. They're shortstop. I mean, what team out there... Well, the Astros sign Hater. Okay, yes, that, that's that's a good... That, that's good. Are... But that's it. The Dodgers went nuts. The Astros got a bullpen arm. Who's a beast? I get that. Mm. And... 
That's really and the and the Orioles got Corbin Burns, which by the, and I hate to see this. The Orioles also lost maybe one of their best pitchers yesterday. Yeah, UCL injury with um, the young righty mm-hmm. who had the second best ERA in, in the second half. Yeah, you know, and I don't know if he needs surgery, but it's going to be an issue. So I, the Burns addition might actually just offset an issue that the Orioles suddenly have. Nobody's were, doing anything. But here's the what difference. What have the Cubs done? Oh, the Cubs going to spend all. What have the Padres uh, done? Who's doing but, stuff? What do we care about that? I well, mean, I do because you say the Yankees aren't doing anything, well, and I'm telling you, it's a general state of baseball. It's called patience. But the Yankees, it's called the recalibration of how you attack the market. Understood. The Yankees, though, are held to different standards. What? They're different but, expectations. But, but, what, what? They said all in. The Yankees aren't the same standards as the Padres or the Cubs. They have said all in. Also, the Yankees needed to do more. They needed to do more than the Orioles. Do you know why? They finished nearly 20 games behind them. The Texas Rangers won the World Series. The Astros have been a seven straight ALCS. The Yankees need to do more. So it's great that they said pencils aren't down yet. It would be even better if they actually make some more moves here and show up that starting rotation, which I don't want to hear about Rodon as 97. I want to see him go out there and do it, and I don't believe that he will. 877-337-6666. I know it's A-Rod. They was it 20 years ago today. The Yankees actually got Alex Rodriguez in the uh, in the big move, so Evan and Tiki and, and Morash will celebrate this today. We got balloons. We got stuff here. I won't give it away. We got a lot of stuff. So I'm not going to say in 20 years from today it will be the day that my prediction of getting Blake, Blake Snell came mm. to fruition because I don't think he's going to necessarily sign today. I do believe he is going to enter the season as a Yankee, I do. We're inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Our friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Here's how I would handle it, by the way, from a contractual point of view. All right? Now, I understand the reluctance by the Yankees and everybody to give Blake Snell six, seven years. I, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't smell right. doesn't look right. doesn't feel right. I wouldn't do that if I'm the Yankees, okay? What I would do is I would say, all right there, big boy. You won the Cy Young last year. Nobody wants you so far this year. Time to readjust what you think you're going to get. So what we'll do for you is we'll give you an exorbitant AAV. Hell, I'll even give you $40 million. I'll give you what, what, what's uh, what's Garrett Cole at? What's the 30, whatever Cole is. Right. That 40 is a little nuts. But, you're going to give him less than that. Well, No, I'm going to give more. More than Cole? I, I, yeah, yes. Yankees have already shown they don't want to do that. Well, the Yankees are getting a little desperate now because they didn't get Yamamoto. They didn't get Corbin Burns. I'll give him a one-year deal. All right there, guy. All right there, Blake. 30, let's say, I, I think Cole's at 35. We'll give you 36 for next year. We'll even give you a player option for the next year at $38.5 million. Go out, beast it, finish top five, Cy Young, do it again, then hit the market. And if they do that, the Yankees have checked every box. They went all in. They got Soto. They got another ace. They got a left fielder. Their bullpen's unlocked. Yeah, they got if. Judge. Here's the thing, though. And they also satisfied the one thing that's really really driving me nuts and it bothers me as a Yankee fan and is this it's this possible failure to maximize the window of the best pitcher in baseball and the best position player in baseball and I don't know maybe also the best lefty hitter in baseball you get Snell you check all the boxes yes yeah, if if I'm saying. We, we've been talking about this for months. Well, no, not really. And I think Blake Snell wants the most money, and I don't think the Yankees are going to give it to him. Based on who else is going to give it to him? Somebody will give him maybe a one-year deal. Now, remember when the market comes down and Blake Snell starts thinking, "Oh, okay, I'm not going to get what I thought I was going to get." Let's see how many teams we could get involved if you start at one year. You know, the highest AAV. Maybe more teams jump in, and then that pushes it back up. The Yankees have shown 
whether it is contract, uh, you know, length, whether it is the finances, whether it is prospects, the Yankees have shown that they are reluctant to go the extra mile. I still believe that even if Blake Snell doesn't get his $200 million, they're going to have to go an extra mile at some point if they want to get him. I don't think that they're going to do it because all the actions that they've shown prior have been of such that they're resistant to go the extra mile. Okay. Or wanna, reluctant to go the extra mile. Uh, listen, I want to get these calls here. Now, mm-hmm. here, this is this is actually very beneficial to the Yankees. And I understand why the Mets are kind of laying out a little bit. We'll get to them more thoroughly later. Lindor, very interesting comments about a couple of things. want to weave those in. But the fact that Cohen right now is not... And again, I understand why he's not. They've got to reset this thing out there in Queens. But if Cohen was all in this year, the Yankees' pursuit of Snell would be further complicated. The Orioles got Burns. I don't think they go for him. The Dodgers aren't going for him at this point. You think he wants to go to the Angels and win 76 games? I don't think so. No, but maybe there is a team like the Cubs who say, hey, you know what? We need pitching and at a good value. We could get him for one or two years. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And they've got money. There's a thought they're going to give a couple of hundred million dollars to Pete Alonso, whatever. Okay. Maybe he goes to Baltimore now. With the I, new I don't owners, think so. Their pitcher goes down. Maybe they say, you know what? Let's go get Blake Snell. Yeah, I don't think he's going to Baltimore. Now, but if he, he did that. Well, well that, if, if the Yankees, that, this was my point. If the Yankees allow a move like that to happen if they are usurped by some other team right now a month before the start of the season when there is one and the price is going down it's going down by the day and this is the one power move where you could try it out on and I you're down on Rodon and I understand why he was awful mm. to me when you're throwing 92 in February and suddenly you're back to 97 that's the guy the Yankees acquired last year that guy was a bum because he was hurt you went through the season with Cole Blake Snell rolled on three. It is World Series time. There is one move to make. There is one lever to hit. And if the Yankees don't go for it, they're pathetic. 877-337-6666. All right. Rick's in Tampa. First up, BT and Sal. What's going on, Rick? I get the first spot. You get a batting first. Well, you know what? Because when I read this morning that the Martian, Dominguez, could be – you see that? He's hitting. He could be hitting in April. Yeah. So, I mean – that means he'll be back before the All-Star break. So, I mean, that would make the outfield look so much better earlier than anticipated. And I think that is good. And, BT, i got to ask you this, because we, we talked about this last season, that Glaber can't, couldn't be on the team this year. And, and, and I love Glaber. I know him very well down here. I start The guys are all starting to come around mm-hmm. uh, to visit here at the store and stuff. But, ah. I mean, he, we're going to hold on to him. He's going to play. I mean, there's that uh, supposedly trade for the, the, the pitcher, but he, he's still here. I know? know. I'm well, a little surprised by that, Rick. And, you yeah. know, and, and Sal and I, thanks for the call. Sal and I were talking about this the other day. Like, I, I still I still feel like there's moves coming. And the, the Blake Snell move would be the power flex. It really would be. Montgomery, lesser extent. Trevor Bauer, I love it. It would be economically, you know, wise. And he would make you incredibly deep and much better. But Snell to me appears to be the target now, and I do think he'll be a excuse me, he'll be a New York Yankee. I am genuinely perplexed, Sal, with what they're with with what they're doing with Torres. I know there's appeal in a contract year and squeeze all the blood out of the rock, if you will. They're not gonna resign him next year. They're not. And I don't think that they're gonna trade him 
in the middle of the season when they're doing as well as I think they're going to be doing. You know, it's it's an interesting thing, too, because we haven't talked about Soto and the Cashman comments from yesterday where basically they expect this to be a one-year thing. For now, like, they're not going to extend him in season. Oh, yeah, he's going to free agency. It even makes it more so all-in with Glaber being in his final year in all likelihood. They're not going to extend him, as you said. With Soto being in his walk year where he is, I'm not saying he's not going to be back. I don't think he's going to be back, but he's at the very least going to test free agency. Mm-hmm. They, they need more. And I just don't believe that they have it in them. I think they would have gotten it done already. They're, sometimes you're too smart for your own good. And I think that's the case here with Brian Cashman and the Yankees. He thinks he's being smarter, being responsible, and all that stuff. Yeah. At certain points, you got to let the restraints off and just go make a move. And Blake Snell on this particular team could be the difference for the Yankees. Now, here's the thing. I think you're half right. If if the Yankees land Snell in three days, in five... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Days, in 10 days, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that they will. Then Cashman's a genius. Because by not jumping in, he set a really low bar, nobody jumped over it, and they get him at 75 cents on the dollar conceivably. Well, they already made their offer. Yeah. And Snell said it wasn't good enough. You think Snell at this point and Boris are going to go back to that? The Yankees are going to have to overextend that offer. No, yes. I think it's the exact opposite. No, no. No, let, let, me, let me lay it out to you. Common sense. So you're Blake Snell. You don't know what other offers he has. I, I don't. No, I admit that. But what the report is is that there's none. Well, the report was that the Yankees made him that offer, yeah. and he basically said no chance. Correct. But right. there's also no other report contrary saying that there's higher offers. So just play the game for a sec. I'm Cash, and you're, you're Boris. Right. Two of you sitting there. Right. You're Boris and you're Snell. Right. Let's say that I offered. I'm just throwing a number. I got the Rona, bro. I got the Rona, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, Snell, right. that dope. Oh, my God. I don't even know how he'd work out here in New York, to be honest with you. But I do think. He'd work. He'd be a stud. You I know do, how he'd work uh, out. Nah, He's a stud pitcher. Uh, yeah, for, for four innings. I mean, yeah. I do, I do think, though, on their team, he fits better because he's not the ace. Like, with the Mets, he would have to be the ace. Yeah. and Because they, they don't have one. But the Yankees have Garrett Cole. You you slide in Snell behind oh, him. Oh, my God. It's perfect. You're in good shape. Anyway, I'll be bored. Okay, so you're bored. So, 
All right, Scotty, it's been a while. So uh, let's see. When do we offer you that deal? What was it? Uh, I don't know, six, seven years, uh-huh. $165 million. Uh, and still uh, still collecting dust. Nobody's, uh, nobody's topped that. So here's what we're willing to do. Nobody that you know of. Well, okay. Well, then why haven't you signed yet? Still not the number that we're looking for. Well, you better make a decision well, because higher nobody's than yours, Higher than yours, but not the number we're looking for. Okay, then go take it. Okay. Okay. See, I mean, hey, that's not really the way I wanted to go, but it's uh, you got to draw the line. Now, Scotty, uh, Scotty, we're both yeah. men of principle here, yes. Scott. Blake would like to be a, a Yankee. I want to get Blake in pinstripes. Was he a cowboy? I don't know. Scott Boris has that weird. <laughs> Is that John like, Wayne? Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. All right, so uh, we are both men of business. We are both men of uh, titans of industry, so to speak. Here, uh, Scotty. Yeah, uh, but we're also at a pinch here because let's face it, Scott, you look bad. Yeah, you look bad. You're insulting well, me. Well, I mean, let's. I'm not, click, it's, click. Well, you, who do you think you are? I'm not. I'm not yeah. trying. We, Here's we go what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm not go trying to, to insult you. I'm, gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not trying well, you to. You already did. Click. Well, hey, but we we also <laughs> understand that the insult is is not really meant to be an insult. It's meant to be a communication of truth. So you don't have offers, and we need another pitcher because let's face it. If I don't win a World Series soon, uh, they're going to hang me by my thumbs in Times Square. We got to figure something out here. So how about this? One year, 40 mil. Year two, player option, 42 and a half mil. Come in, win a World Series, finish top five Cy Young, do your thing, hit the market next year if you want to. Baltimore's got a three-year, $130 million deal on the table. Four Three years, years what? Four-year, four one, four year 150. Four years, 150. Four, eight, so it's a little less than 40 a year. You know what? We could do that. We just don't want to go more than four. All right. I'm Deal. going to Baltimore. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you see what I'm saying? I know it's 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 a conversation that is that is is occurring. I know that it's not in the news. Trust me, the Yankees didn't give them the offer a month ago and forget about him. I I can promise you that. And Boris would be a complete dope, and he's not, to ignore the Yankees' desperation. I believe it's a marriage. I believe it happens. It might be an unconventional contract. I believe it's gonna happen. Despite what the hater over here is saying. A little haterade for Sal. All righty, BT and Sal here on the fan. Brandon, Tierney, Sal, Licata, back to these Yankee calls. I believe they're going to swoop in and get Blake Snell. 877-337-6666. First up, those St. John's fans, alums, and friends of the program. Uh, call their number 10 right now, 866-540-WFAM. That's 866-540-9326. And your chance to see the Johnnies take on Creighton at the Garden. I'll be doing the game with Mink. On Sunday, next Sunday, February 25th, and celebrate Johnny's Day, all from our friends at St. John's. So to purchase tickets, visit redstormticks.com. I'll also see you guys Sunday against Seton Hall over at UBS with the Mink Man. What's the spread in that game? I don't know the spread, but I do know St. John's has to win. Yeah, uh, wow. that, that I can tell you. Good I mean, they've lost some heartbreakers, it's, it's man. It's been a bad year. Mm. Yeah, it's been, it's been I, I wouldn't use the word bad. I would use the word uneven and disappointing. And depending upon how they finish, then, then you might be able to insert bad. I mean, yeah, listen. There's been one, two, so it was Creighton. It was UConn twice. UConn's number one. They lost by a bucket basically both times, including up there. And they and they were beating Creighton at the half. Creighton's really good. But you got to pump out wins. I understand. So uh, uh, that'll be fun coming up on Sunday against Seton Hall. Must win. And then Creighton. Yeah, listen, he's got his chance to still do a little something here. St. John's. And uh, Creighton, good luck with those tickets. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Now, here's the bottom line. And I know that it's Scott Boris, and it sounds powerful. Here's what's happening. Baseball is shifting. And acquiescing to the demands of one Scott Boris, not happening the way it used to. 
Blake Snell right now has one offer, one from the Yankees. Six years that you know of. Okay, fine. Well, I mean, I'm sure I'm, there's always a mystery team. It always yeah. seems somebody gets money that we don't think they're going to get from somewhere. Uh, I remember having this conversation about Cano years ago. Oh, who's going to give Cano more money? Well, here come the Mariners yeah. out of nowhere to give him more money. So, uh, again, it happens all the time. I'm not saying that I'd guarantee that there are multiple offers or many offers, but I wouldn't think that there's just one offer for Blake Snell. Well, you know, until somebody else reports that there's a second, and I hear you on the Cano stuff. That, that was Jay-Z. I mean, I came out of nowhere. So, right. yeah, no, I, I hope somebody could always be laying in the weeds, but it's a different economical climate, first of all. Uh, forget about baseball, mm-hmm. uh, but also baseball. Uh, that's why I say it's changed a little bit here. Yankees got burned so far by Rodon, so they're not going to get burned again by by Boris with uh, them. You know, Scott trying to stuff a two hundred sixty million dollar Blake Snell deal down their throat. Now the six years one fifty, if that is the only offer, uh, and and if it's not, at the very least, that's the only known offer. At the very least, the Yankees at least have dialogue pertaining to Snell with Boris, so that's not a bad thing. The fact that nobody's come in and hopped over it visibly if there is another offer, because if that happened, then Blake Snell probably would have taken it by now, tells me that the Yankees are in a position of power. How much power? I don't know. I don't see that. But I'll tell you who has no power right now. It's Scott Boris and Blake Snell. How? Because nobody wants them. Uh, But you don't know that. Nobody wants them at the $200 maybe that he wants. Mm -hmm. But other people will want them once the price comes down. It's not just going to be, oh, the Yankees are the only team that want to pay Blake Snell. No, no, no. What I'm saying is the Yankees are in a position of power because even though six years, 150 is not going to happen, if it's above that, the Yankees would be amenable to that. They went low by design. They knew that this would be a depressed market based on the economy and his analytics doesn't go deep and all the mm-hmm. other numbers that I could bore you to death with, whatever, despite the two Cy Young. So to say that the Yankees' drop-off point is 150 is ludicrous. If the Orioles or the Cubs come in at 170, then the Yankees have a choice to go to 175 or 180, something I think that they would be open to doing. The bottom line right, is Right, but this. when you talk about the money or years coming down, yep. now you're going to have more teams getting in. Okay, but where are they? Blake's, well, we don't know yet. But I'm sure the asking price has not come down. I, no, it has. It's come down because before you know it, it's March 1st, and Blake Snell, who won the Cy Young, does not have a contract. So whether it's come down 12%, 15%, I don't know. But to say that it hasn't come down is ludicrous. It's coming down by the day. We'll see. It's a we'll, deal. We'll see what he ends up getting. What do you think he wants? Before we get back to the calls here, what do you think? Give me years I and think, total. I think, I think somebody else is going to sign him. Okay, I got you. And that might happen. I think he's a Yankee, but we'll see. But I want years and number. I'm going to say 170-ish, six years. Okay, of so, math on that. Okay, so if the Yankees offered him six years, 150, and if you're new, updated. Over that. I mean, it's going to go over that. Oh, no, I, I, it might. I'm, I'm not saying it won't, but what I'm saying is it's not going to be to the point where it's paralyzing and it's a turnoff, which is why I think the Yankees will be in it no matter what. But you just said six years, 170, which represents a $20 million jump spread over three years, which is a little more than $3 million a year. You tell me the Yankees don't do that? If the Yankees don't do that, the Yankees are sad. Yeah, well, I think the Yankees have been operating like a team that's not willing to do that. And by the way, the Yankees shouldn't even have to be in on Blake's now if the investment they made last, last offseason was a good one. And I don't want to hear about, oh, Rodon's hopping out of 97. Okay, well, if that's the case, then why do you think you need to go get Blake's now or another pitcher? Which they admitted they needed. Cashman said we need more pitching, which I agree with, but it's because you failed last year. And I don't believe in Rodon. If Rodon will what you thought he was going to be, then do the Yankees really need another top arm in the rotation? I don't think it would hurt. I'd need a strong 
I you know, you got to go for it. Would you rather have that? Let's say Rodon was the Rodon before he got to the Yankees those two years. Okay, so would you got you, one, two lock, on lock with Colin right. Rodon. Go ahead. And Strom and, and whatever. Strom, sure. And, would, and, uh, would, Schmidt. would you rather add Blake Snell or Josh Hader? Um, and I can make a pretty a, good question. I can make a case for Hader even without Rodon being what he was in, at his best. That's a pretty but, good question. But the point is they need, and forget even Hader specifically, although he's the most dominant one, like that would have been the one to go in and get. Mm-hmm. Or would you say more bullpen help, where the Yankees have been frugal in their bullpen? Well, they've been frugal, but they've been dominant. Understand. I mean, you keep sleeping on the... Well, Clay Holmes the, not a dominant uh, Dude, the Yankees and they bullpen. Michael King, who was one of the better arms in the bullpen. But he was also him. a starter. No, I understand. Oh, no, I got you. The Yankees bullpen is outstanding. You, yeah. you keep some frugal, whatever. Bullpen's great. Now, Hader at the back end is a hammer. I mean, I, I get it. You know, what, what, Clay Holmes is not quite that with right. that power sinker. But the I, I would I would the say move, Snell to answer right. that. I would still say Snell. Oh, come on. Think, and come the, on. That's my move, answer. The move would, what's wrong? The move would have been if Rodon was dominant last year. And let's say the Yankees fell short or whatever, because obviously if he were dominant, maybe they would be better. But let's just say the same results, but Rodon was was really good last year. And you could bank on Cole, Rodon, legit one, two. You add Stroman, round out that rotation, a nice solid three. You have Soto, so your lineup is set now. Guys coming back healthy, whatever. The one glaring thing would be that dominant arm. Josh Hader was out there. You invest in him. I mean, there's no weakness on paper with this team. And because Rodon failed, it made the weakness in the starting rotation more amplified, and they just ignore Hater. And now they have a a rotation with potential, but not great, and a bullpen also very solid, but also lacking a little bit. All right, people want to jump in. Matt's up in Newburgh, BT and Sound on the fan. What's going on, Matt? How are you? What's up, fellas? How we doing? Hello, Matty. So here's my thing, and I, I think I kind of agree with both of you. The Yankees got to go all in. They got to go for every mercenary possible. Snell, one year, forty million. Bauer, get him on a line. You want whatever it takes, because if Soto does not resign with this team next year, it's trouble to me. You have one arm that you trust in Garrett Cole right now. I don't trust another arm in the rotation. Yeah, I, I don't really disagree. Okay. I, I do. I do trust Strowman to be functional, uh, you know, as a floor. But I yeah, hear you as, as a as a four or five. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't you know disagree. But like, yeah, but but you 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 got to open up the box. You you call. You say, listen, do let's do one year forty million. Let's see what you got. You want to come to New York, play on a good team, one year forty million. Right, but at this point? you're go you're for, right. Go for the chip, and then at the trade deadline, you could look for if you need if you need offense at the trade deadline. That's when you go to get it. But you if or you can go out. get, and I know it's yeah. it's crazy thing, or or bullpen help, correct? But if you can get those two guys, which I know sounds like a lot. You know you're going to need extra arms. Mm-hmm. You never go through a season with five starting pitchers. Never. Mm-hmm. That's true. No, I hear you. Go ahead, Sal. What were we going to say? Well, Thanks, I was going to say, like, I've seen Steve Cohen and the Mets do that, whether it was the right move or not, in hindsight. But at the time, paying Max Scherzer, paying Justin Verlander, that would be a type of move that the Yankees could make this year with Blake Snell. Yeah, I mean, the one difference is that the Mets didn't have an ace. The Yankees have the best pitcher in baseball. Right. So it's they, a little bit but, of a different but, urgency. But, but, it's, that's not exactly the same well, at all. Well, but the Yankees said they're going all in. So which is it? They 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 said they're going all in. No Yamamoto, no Snell, no Burns, no Hater. <laughs> when, at least when Steve Cohen says he goes all in, he goes and gets guys. Now, it may not work out. It obviously didn't. But he said, I need to replace Jacob DeGrom. I'm going to get Justin Verlander. He said, I need an ace to pair with Jacob DeGrom just in case he gets... 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Again, no, I'm going to get Max Scherzer. No, no, it's it's true. Okay, well, it's I just true. well, it is true. Would they you did be that. a Yankee or a Met fan going into the season? Oh, of course, a Yankee fan. Okay. I think the Yankees are better, but that's not the point. I want to see the Yankees operate like the Yankees. What's today's date? Huh? What's today? Is it Easter yet? February. Oh, it's February 16th. I think. And you've been saying that since December. Well, but it's February 16th. Uh, I they got Soto, it. but but all those other there's they only, got a left fielder. Yeah. And they have a stud coming back midseason in Dominguez. But why can't Can you give him another couple weeks? Why can't the Yankees go give, like you said, Blake Snell? I think like, they will. Oh, well, But based on what? They based on the it. fact that he's still out there. You and think, they already made him an offer. You think the Yankees, who are reluctant to give Blake Snell what he wants long-term, are going to give him $40 million for one year? Do you? Well, no, because I don't think he'll accept that. So I think they'll have to go off the, the initial boundaries or parameters of the, of the six years or five years, 160, that they were poorly offered him. Do you think, this is an important question here, mm-hmm. do you think, Sal, that, because it is the perception of all in, half in, right. and I get that, and you and I have been a little fundamentally on different sides, although I said five days ago, I gave you a little concession, Right. I thought they'd go a little more all in, and now that I, I believe Snell will be a Yankee, I believe that they will make that come to fruition. After hearing Cashman well, yesterday. Uh, yeah, that and the fact that he's still out there and there's no offers right. that we know about, but do you think that when they offered Snell the 150, that that was just a token offer to pacify Yankee fans? No. Okay, neither do I. That was tactical. That was to set a floor and to get dialogue with a guy that they figured strongly would still be available around now. And guess what? Based on those calculations, he still is. So until Blake Snell signs with Toronto, I'm not saying he can or... The Angels, Artie Moreno gets desperate, or the Cubs throws it, whatever, then you can't say the Yankees failed because it's not over yet. Well, Josh Hader is over. He's on the Astros. Bullpen's fine. I'm not worried about it. Listen, to this. I, I get it. He's a stud. I would like to ask Cashman. I mean, if we could ever get a Yankee on, it'd be nice, actually, to ask him directly instead of just wondering about what they're thinking. I'd like to ask him flat out, why weren't you invested or, or interested in Josh Hader? Mm-hmm. Because as good as your bullpen is, you can't tell me that Hader, especially for a team that's going all in, you can't tell me that Hader wouldn't have been a significant upgrade in that. He would be. I don't think they needed to give him five years. I understand. Josh Hader's a beast. Oh, five so now years, we're talking about money. No, no, no. It's about, no, it's not necessarily about well, money. Which is fine, by the way. If that's your theory, like, oh, I don't, because I don't think Hader's going to live up to that whole contract either. And I also don't think, I know the Yankees don't have a massive hole at the back of the bullpen. Right. I'm not saying Clay Holmes is Josh Hader. Right, but if you're is going, he 85% a Hader? Sure. But if you're going all Stop in. Stop 10 closer? If you're going all in, you go get him. That's the difference. How about John and Secaucus with BT and Sal? What's going on, John? How are you? Hey, hey good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. You Stop, got John. it, bud. I'm doing good. Uh, I think um, I'm with you, BT. I think the Yankees are definitely going to get Snell, and I think he's going to work out a lot better, uh, a lot better than Rodon. But I think the big move that Cashman should make, I think he should uh, try to sign Pete Alonso in free agency. What? Pete Alonso? Don't pull me. Please don't pull me back into this today, John. Well, and and, and now you're worried about next year. We're talking about this year. Pete Alonso with the Yanks? Well, this came up the other day, Sal. Yeah. 
I don't want Pete Alonso. Yeah, I know. And, and you know way, I don't want him. He, I don't want him for six years as he ages at first base with one real talent. Not only do you want, want him. Not only do you not want him, the Yankees aren't getting yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, that's just pipe dream territory. Yeah, they, they have no, it's not even, like, the, the Yankees got bigger issues to worry about than, more, than, than bringing Pete Alonso into the conversation. <laughs> now, you tell me they need a first baseman to play, replace Rizzo. That's why I said go get Bellinger. Right. Which they're not going, I know they're not going to do that now, but you could have put Bellinger in the outfield this year. Uh, if you didn't get, say, Verdugo, which they did, and I think Verdugo's a, a an above-average major league player. I, I like him. I like the move a lot. But you could have got Bellinger to play left, a little center as well, and then when Rizzo's gone next year, put him at first base. He's a great fielding first baseman. So uh, the Yankees eventually need a first baseman. Right. Yeah, I, I understand that. Well, there's, there's no Hall of Famer uh, budgeting in the... Uh... Well, it depends if they move Spencer Jones over to first yeah, base. Oh, there you we'll go. See. There you know, go. I mean, we'll go. see. Hey, one thing about the Yankees, they don't develop first baseman. They always find the good one. Because yeah. when Matty Lee came up, he was a left fielder. Boom. He became, yeah. he became you know, Donnie. And then when Donnie was done, boom, let's trade for Tino Martinez and Jeff Nelson. How'd that work out? Pretty well. Boom, he's gone. Let's get Mark Teixeira. How'd that work out? Oh, you, you, you skipped a couple there. What's that? Jason Giambi, Nick Johnson. Well, Nick Johnson was developed, and I actually, it's funny you bring Greg him Bird, Nick. Yeah. Nick yeah. Johnson, Greg Bird, Giambi. I actually thought Nick ones. Johnson was going to be a really good hitter, like a high average, a lot of doubles. That was a little disappointing. Greg Bird got hurt. Mm-hmm. Was, I'm not saying it's perfect, but they've had some good first base. No, we'll yeah. find another one. Eight seven, boy, you just love to jab, don't you? <laughs> well, Eight seven, I mean, yeah, I mean, this guy, jeez. I'm mean, oh, talking about finding jamming. a first baseman. How about you guys? I'm sp- the Mets And the one first baseman you have, you know, you might not even bring him back I'm and not, beat Alonzo. Well, you not, finally find one, you might not even keep him. We're not talking about the Mets. We're talking about the Yankees because the Yankees are held to I a higher you, standard. You. Yeah, no, and, I'm not messing and, around. And Cashman, I want, to see, I want to see them do something. I know you do. I know you do. And I don't think that they will. That's a bigger issue. I don't think that they I'd rather see them go get Hater. That didn't happen. All right, now go get Blake Snell. Even though I don't love him, he could be a finishing piece on this team. I think Snell's coming. I really believe that. All right, 1045 on this Friday. BT and Sal. Brandon Tierney, Sal, the Cotter Show. 877-337-6666 is the number. Sal was at Dice last night. We'll get the stories later. And yeah, he got a little backstage action. He oh, did. great. He did. Save it for later. But we want to get back to these calls. Blake Snell is the power move the Yankees need to make and will make. Mike's in Nutley, New Jersey. Mike, what's cooking? BT and Sal, how you doing? Hey, guys. I, I love the show because you guys are always talking about baseball. But um, I have to uh, tell you, um, I'll give you a concrete reason. There's no way in the world the Yankees are getting Blake Snell. And the reason why is because the Yankees have right now currently the highest payroll in baseball. They are on the precipice or right on the Steve Cohn tax. So therefore, if they let's just say they said we'll offer you a higher AVV and forty million dollars, let's say he takes it, the Yankees would actually have to pay eighty million dollars for his contract for two thousand twenty-four, not forty. So there's no way in the world that the Yankees are going to pay a high salary. Okay, now listen, Mike, I have a question for you, Mike. Now listen, he might be on a different team. I think he's going to be a Yankee. That's the first time I've really felt that based on the circumstances. But given the finances, and you're not wrong, why would they offer him six years, 150? What if he took it? Well, the thing is that when they made him that offer, and he did take it, uh, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, he was told that it was, you know, he wanted like $270 million. That's when all of a sudden the Yankees did not move on, and they went and they signed Marcus Stroman. And that all that actually raised the Yankees' uh, pay, actual, actual, you know, annual well, yeah, payroll I mean, because, salary. Yeah, because, yeah, Stroh's getting seventeen-ish million dollars a year times two. I get it. They're obviously, going to go up there. They, they also offered Yamamoto three hundred million. Yep. 
I mean, so they it's not like now to his point, Stroman did come after that, but still, it's not like the Yankees weren't willing to spend a lot more money. And also, like there is a difference between year to year payroll, and I know about the taxes, and obviously that's a problem, the Steve Cohen tax. But there is a difference between that and committing money down the road as well. Mm-hmm. So if you suck it up for one year, now I'm not saying I don't think the Yankees are going to give Blake Snell the $40 million per year. Like you said, I don't think they're going to do that, a shorter-term deal. I think they'd rather have less AAV and spread it out. But if you do, you know, if you are going to spend that much for one year, go all in, then at least you're not committed long-term to bad deals where it impacts you, you know, three, four, five years down the road. I understand that. That's actually really important. Now, it's it's much more of a commitment, but I hope the Yankees learn their lesson. Now, 40 might be a bit exorbitant, 35, 36, whatever the number would be. If you missed the start of the show, what I would do is I would say, all right, hey, here's 35 or 36 for one year. Here's 36 and a half, 37 for year two player option, blah, blah, blah. Let's see if we can make this work. Maybe it's a little more than the 150 they they reportedly offered. Whatever. I think they find a way to get something done. But I hope they learn their lesson because they did this with DJ LeMahieu and they did this with Aaron Hicks because they wanted to avoid luxury stuff. They stretched out the deals a lot longer than they needed to. And, you know, I do think there's a slight chance that DJ bounces back this year because the second half numbers were pretty good, the analytics, and he just looked healthy. I mean, but I'm, I'm not delusional with this. Like, he's getting older. He's been banged up. He's been less efficient. Uh, and Aaron Hicks was a complete disaster. Uh, one of the biggest albatrosses in recent history. So they did that because they tried to be cute. Oh, instead of giving more AAV, let's spread it out over an extra two or three years for both of these guys. And Hicks was a headache, and DJ Lemire, he's been half a headache. So hopefully they don't do that again. Maybe they learned a lesson. What do you think? Just I just brought up the top payrolls in baseball because I didn't even know what yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. Where would you... Yanks are two. Yanks are one. Oh, they won. They jumped over to one. This, well, because the deferred stuff for for Otani. Right. That's right. Yes. That's, that's exactly right. So where would you... So I'll just give you the range. 325? Where are they at? 325? The Yankees... No, so according to Spot Track. 285, 290? What is it? Spot Track. Uh, Spot Track. Yankees are 290. Yep, 290. Mets, 283. Okay. You have any idea who's third? Is it the Dodgers? No. Oh, hold on. Third? I was surprised to see this. Third? Yeah. Okay, it's it's uh, um, American or national? American. Toronto? Nope. They're fifth. Oh, man, it's not the tie. Nobody in the central. Not the twins, even though they're... Nobody uh, I got to go out west here. Not the angels, although Trout's money is still up there. The Astros? Yeah. Okay, there you go. I didn't know the Astros were third wow. in payroll. Phillies four, Blue Jays five, Braves six. Does that count O2Vs? Well, actually, that was an extension anyway, so forget about I'm not sure. I just, yeah. I just Googled it right here and got the current payroll huh. tracker. Uh, trying to see if there's a... I mean, maybe, maybe it's not really up to date. I would assume that it is because usually the site's pretty good. Brave six, Rangers seven, Dodgers eight. <laughs> they're just better That's and they're crap, smarter yeah. is what they are. Yeah, Let's but, be honest. But but they're committed big term money, you know, down the road, obviously. Mm. I know they spread it all out, mm. but mm. at we, some we, point they gotta pay the piper for that. That's no? true. Yeah, eventually they gotta cut a check, yeah. right? Uh Anthony's in Colonia, New Jersey, BT and Sal. What's going on, Ant? Hey, good morning, fellas. Always Hello. Good to talk to you. What's up, Ant? Thanks, um, buddy. What's up? So yeah, uh I got a thought on this uh on, on the whole, on basically the whole all-in thing. So I think it's kind of an unfortunate off-season in general to even be having to throw the term all-in around because it's just I don't know if the options that are available have really been all that great to begin with. So now 
all right, I don't even disagree with you that Snell could end up uh, on the Yankees. Kind of makes sense and everything. They already had the offer on the table. But I think the true, real, all-in opportunities are gone already. And unless there's a trade that we don't see coming or whatever, something along those lines, like guys like Burns, Yamamoto, it's not Cashman's fault. But I think guys like that not being around anymore, those were the real all-in, put them over the top. Well, but think about the sand. Now, the Yamamoto stuff is different because he's going to go where he wants to go, but some could say that it is Cashman's fault that uh, Corbin Burns is not here because he didn't want to give up Spencer Jones. Sal says that. I disagree, but you can't fully exonerate him. He didn't get him. I agree with you there. Okay. Yeah, I, that, and that's that's my point on Snell. Is 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 does Snell move the needle? Absolutely. Yes, yes he does. And I, I I agree with you there too. I think he moves the needle. But I, plus, there's the uh, you know he could get rocked at Yankee Stadium pretty easily too. So I don't know if he's the answer. Answer. I think he's a possible solution. Well, I don't know he's, if he's a better right. option than anything else that they have right now. I mean, I, I'm not talking about on the current team. I'm talking about that's available mm-hmm. to upgrade. You're always trying to upgrade the team, right? That's what Cashman always says. Pencils aren't down. We're trying to upgrade the team any which way we can. Well, what's left is Blake Snell. I mean, that's your best option. So if you're trying to upgrade the team and go all in and take your best shot at a World Series, uh, unfortunately, I don't love Blake Snell. I don't think he's perfect. I don't know if he's going to go over well in New York, but right now that's their best option. No one's perfect. Honestly, the Yankees got Garrett Cole when he was about as close to perfect as you can be. The Yankees got CC Sabathia based on his age and his stuff at that point still. Right, but would you would- rather have Burns, Hader, or Snell? Burns and Hader? No, no, Burns, Hader, or Snell. Either one. Uh, like if I'm I'm ranking, think. if I'm I, ranking okay. the options to upgrade my team, I'd rather have Snell and, and for an uncon- then both of those for two? an unconventional reason because Snell is money and Burns was Jones. Understood. That's a fair answer. I think Burns is better. I'd rather have Burns than Snell, even if it means giving up the prospect. If I'm going all in, mm-hmm. and I'd rather have Hater than both of them. To be honest with you, I think mm-hmm. for the Yankees, no, you love Josh. Josh Hader's a beast, well, dude. No, he's a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. I, I don't I, I, like at some point. He's going to fall off the cliff with the arm, but right now I think he's as dominant a pitcher in ba- as there is in baseball. So coming out of the pen, it'd be it'd be great having Hater. Eight seven seven three three seven six 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 six. Peter, in how do you say that? What, Peter, where where are you, Peter? Wanakew. Wanakew. Want- That's in New Jersey. All right. What's going on, Pete? Hey, nice to meet you, gentlemen. How are so, you? Man, I was just uh, thinking a couple, a couple points. Um, number one, Hater would never sign. I mean, Hater. Uh, Blake Snell would never sign a one-year deal. Coming off a great year, why would he risk it next year? He'll be a year older, so there's no sense. He'd lose a lot of leverage. But more importantly, if, it did, if he did sign a long-term deal, would the Yankees have enough money to re-sign Soto? Listen, he, Peter, everything that has happened so far with the Yankees in the offseason, anything that they might do during the season, meaning taking on somebody's remaining contract for a playoff push, I can't prove this. I believe that everything is baked in where they know whether it's 500 or 600 million, whatever it takes to keep Soto, they are prepared to do that. I honestly, you don't go after Soto and not do all the other stuff for a one-year rental to to make sure you have the, you, you you know an, an amazing opportunity to win a World Series. 
And so far, they haven't done all the other stuff. Well, that's what makes it worse. Well, that's knowing what, that yeah. Soto's free agency is looming. You just went all in to make that trade. Yep. Again, not that they gave up the whole farm, but they gave up a lot to get Juan Soto. I understand that. But as I, they should have. Yep, yep, but, yep. but that's a big risk with knowing that he's going to test free agency and knowing who his, agency, uh, who's, who his agent is and knowing the deal that he turned down many years ago. Yeah, no, I get it. It's also a risk worth taking. They had to. Agreed. They need a lefty stick. It's criminal what they've put around there and judge the last couple of years. It's, they, they were statistically on par with the A's. I mean, that's just that's just unacceptable, as everybody knows. So, what I don't know. Like, I did think, Sal, you and I talked about this the other day. At one point, I thought it would be maybe 600 mil. You brought this up, I think it was this week, actually. 600 right behind now. Yeah, but whatever it is, the Yankees. I now, just got we'll, that feeling, well, look at the market now. Yeah. And I know it's Soto, so it's different. And the top guys have gotten paid. Otani, Yamamoto, whatever went through the roof. I... I but I don't think it's going to be – like, we started to get nuts thinking 600 for Soto. Talking about a player that's, you know, limited as far as defense goes. Mm-hmm. Maybe not going to age as well. Obviously, he could hit. Great player. Still young. Yeah. But 600 might be a bit much. It could be. And no matter what it is, you know, you can't force him to sign the deal. All you could do is incentivize him to sign an appealing deal. And if he goes somewhere else, it won't be because the Yankees don't come correct with the check. I, that I, I believe with everything, everything that I, every, every baseball fiber in my body, the Yankees will offer him what they need to offer. And we'll see what he does. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 